Now, InfoTrack continues. Once again, here's Chris Whitting. It's a tragic statistic. The suicide rate of military veterans is about twice that of the general population. What are the factors behind this and what can be done? InfoTrack's Roy Mackey is back with the story. Roy? Thanks again, Chris. Our guest is Jim Lorraine, president of America's Warrior Partnership. Jim is also a U.S. Air Force combat nurse veteran, and he's here to talk about veteran suicides and how friends and family can take action to prevent them. Jim, I recently read a statistic that claimed that many more veterans have died from suicide in the past 20 years than active military members who died in combat in those wartime years. Is that correct? That's absolutely correct. Roger. You're absolutely right, Roy. How does the veteran suicide rate compare to the general population? Depends on the study that you look at, but on average, the veterans take their lives at almost twice the rate of those who never served in the military. Your organization, America's Warrior Partnership, has a program called Operation Deep Dive, which aims to prevent veteran suicides. Tell us a bit about Operation Deep Dive. Operation Deep Dive came out of our experience of recognizing that the majority of veterans who were taking their life weren't connected to existing services. 40 to 60% of the veterans who take their life aren't enrolled in the VA for healthcare or any services. So what we wanted to do was to identify by community the veteran who had the highest risk factors for taking their life. And so what Operation Deep Dive seeks to do is really characterize the veteran who's at greatest risk within a community. And what we know is that the community is different. The state of Massachusetts, the veteran who's taking their life more often is very different than the veteran who's in Florida or the veteran who's in Montana. And so we sought to recognize that there was a difference, develop strategies that could address local issues. We call it getting upstream from the suicide. You mentioned enrolling in services. What are some of the biggest challenges and barriers that do prevent veterans from enrolling in these services that are available? Number one is the lack of awareness. Many veterans don't realize that they're eligible. It's not really an easy or an intuitive system to navigate. You know, it's, did you serve in a certain capacity? Did you serve overseas? What was your age? What was your National Guard or Reserve affiliation? So for many veterans, it's confusing on whether they're even eligible or not. And I think the other problem is that there are so many stories out there that people say, I'm just not going to do it. But it's important. Veterans have earned that right. What we look to do as America's Warrior Partnership is connect them to services that they need. Healthcare is a big one. You know, one of the things that we, in our work with America's Warrior Partnership Network, we serve veterans all over the country. And a lot of the times, financial insecurity, especially this day and age, was causing a lot of stress and a lot of despair. And when we drill into what was the root cause, a lot of the times it's veterans who had gotten sick and had to pay for their own health care. And so now they were deeper in debt. We look at it and say, you were eligible for VA health care. We should have gotten you in and let's get you in now so you don't have to pay for your care and you can receive best in class again. What are some of the signs and risk factors that may be red flags that a veteran may be struggling with suicidal thoughts and behaviors? Some of the red flags are hopelessness, financial insecurity. Everyone points to like a mental health diagnosis. What we find is it's not just depression. It's not just post-traumatic stress disorder. We say that it's a combination of issues. It's post-traumatic stress coupled with underemployment, coupled with irregular housing coupled with 
lack of access to transportation. It's not just one. The biggest thing is if veterans feel like, or families of veterans feel like the veterans isolating themselves, that's when you really need to start to reach out. Reach out and say, hey, are you okay? And when you do, if you need help, reach out and say, hey, I need, there's a veteran crisis line, which is 988-dial-1 and other resources that are out there to help. Families aren't alone. There's a lot of resources that can help. America's Warrior Partnership at americaswarriorpartnership.org can help navigate that system too. Jim, do you have any final words for veterans who may be reluctant to ask for help and they just want to tough it out on their own? Yeah, don't try to tough it out on your own. And, you know, as a nurse, but as a career military, I would say it doesn't get better with time. And if you need help, ask for help. It's easy. You know, when you were in the military, you had a first sergeant or you had somebody who had your back and connected you to resources that you needed. Don't be afraid to ask for help. It's okay. Jim Lorraine, president of America's Warrior Partnership. Thank you very much for joining us today. Thank you, Roy. And for InfoTrack, I'm Roy Mackey. And that's it for this week's show. Our internet services are provided by Pair Networks. InfoTrack's executive producer is Randy Meyer. And I'm Chris Whitting. We hope you'll join us right here next week for another edition of InfoTrack. InfoTrack.